Welcome to the Raw Marvel Podcast. I'm Logan. I'm kind of your host. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm really excited to bring to you part two of episode one today. I got a couple things I want to talk about. It's mainly Avengers Campus and Loki. But I, I'm just really excited to be back, like, fully. Uh on uh, Thursday, that was really kind of my coming back, but now that I, I'm making another uh, episode or whatever, I kind of feel more back. I mean, it's been like two months because of all the stuff that I've been doing, but I, I'm just I'm thrilled to be here, and I'm ready to keep making these episodes. But before I get into everything I want to get into today, uh, go ahead and check out uh, event the rawmarvel.com. And make sure you subscribe and hit the like button. That would really uh, help me out and I would really appreciate it. And use code F and then the and symbol F10 for 10% off the Glorious Purpose Bundle. Which will only be there until this Thursday. We will be dropping new merch and we'll have another code which will come out uh, that same day with my next podcast episode when I talk about the Loki episode 2. So just stay on the lookout for all this stuff and keep up to date. The code is in the description right now. So you go there, you get the code, go to Raw Marvel, and then you can use it because I, I want to keep y'all up up on my merch. I want to make y'all uh, happy with it. Uh, I, think, I think it's pretty good. I don't plaster my logo all over stuff. I just want to bring y'all nice, clean merch and then give y'all a good podcast. So, uh, I want to talk about the Avengers Campus. It's got two rides right now, and they, they're adding one more right now. Which, I mean, they got a Guardians ride and then a Spider-Man ride. But, I mean, three for, I guess you could kind of call it like a mini part of the park. It's, come on, add some more. Marvel, Marvel just deserves every ride. I'm sorry, I'm just the biggest, uh, I, I really want more, because let's just say we got an Iron Man right, I'd want something else, and something else, I feel like a lot of people would, and I just, I just kind of see Avengers becoming one of the biggest things ever, which, it's pretty big, right, I mean, it's huge, uh, and then, it, it's got a hundred person, six to eight, it's got a hundred dollar six to eight person sandwich, which I think is kind of crazy. But then again, when you look at it, like it's it's six to eight people you can feed with it, and it's a hundred dollars. So technically, when you like divide that and stuff, so seven would be the average pro like seven would be the average people eating it. So you take a hundred and divide it by seven. It's only $14 a person, which for Disneyland, that's not bad. I mean, it's... it's, But it's still kind of crazy that the price is that high for one sandwich. But, I mean, then again, it feeds a whole table. It's it's just something I keep thinking about. I want to talk about it. Because it's kind of crazy to me that uh, they they have a $100 sandwich. Uh, some facts about the uh, the actual Easter eggs and property itself is Tony Stark inherited the property from Howard, and that's why there's, like, Peggy Carter parking and Howard Stark parking. There's stuff like that there because 
he got it from Tony got it from his dad and that's just why they're left there so I mean that's that's kind of cool and it's kind of great that they went into all those details but I mean it's Marvel they do that it's it's really cool that they continue to do that no matter what and I I really can't wait to see what what else they come up with in the next few years because Kevin Feige confirmed that even though that the park is opened it will never fully be finished with the MCU being in a living and evolving thing we can expect the park to do the exact same thing which I think is probably the coolest thing ever we're getting a living breathing theme park I mean a lot of them they add stuff to or whatever but this is different this is like we take the MCU and take a theme park and boom we have this which I would love to see I, I don't think it'll ever happen actually but I would love to see a Marvel theme park like a full theme park at Disney World like on that property but I don't think it'll ever happen because the Universal stuff unless Disney just bought Universal which I mean it's not the craziest thought it <laughs> they've bought a lot of things so I mean if they bought uh, Universal they could probably just say nope even if you do get Marvel back we still own you so doesn't even matter they can just build whatever they want uh, there's 14 different heroes to meet, including Iron Man, which I thought was weird because he's kind of dead in the MCU. But I guess they can just say whatever. They could just say that this happens in a different universe than in the MCU. And bing, bang, boom. The uh, stuff's good. <laughs> uh, with Loki, I had a couple more thoughts on everything for that show. I know, I know my Avengers Campus little thing didn't last very long, but there wasn't much to talk about. It opened, what, nine days ago, depending on when you're watching this. Uh, and it's it's a Marvel theme park. There's just a couple of things. Uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs, but I have some more Loki thoughts that I really wanted to cover. Uh, I went in, I did a lot more research this go-around, so don't get on to me if it's wrong just tell me it's wrong I'll try and make sure I'm keeping up with it it's really hard for me to do my research and have my job like I have so much going on but I, I do try and still bring you tons of reliable comic accurate MCU accurate research and stuff that I have put together in a hundred percent my I guess you could say research-based predictions kind of thing. Uh, if you go and get Marvel Tops, the game, uh, go ahead and use the link in my description, and you go on there, and then there is a card pack called Loki Showtime. You can use that, and you can actually see the set. You don't have to collect it or anything. You don't have to do any of that. You can just go in there and see the set itself, that was a lot of S's and C's. But you can see the set. And uh, it shows you the Marvel posters that are actually up in the TVA. You can see a much better view of the posters themselves. And you can I, you can go and see them for yourselves. Uh, or I can put some... I'll put a couple up right now on the screen. They're going to be there for a couple seconds. And 
it shows you really into in detail like it is not blurry at all you can see every little thing that that's on the poster and there's a lot of them I think there's like 13 different posters that appear and it, it's it's pretty cool how you can see that on there if there was like a loud dropping sound that was me dropping my phone sorry <laughs> uh, now the in the animated video Miss Minutes like narrates or whatever she says that there was a multiversal war which is kind of like the secret war but before our Marvel Universe so this will kind of be the catalyst of the next secret war that's what I predict is that this show will be a catalyst to transport us into another multiverse and secret war type thing uh, and it also says that the timekeepers just emerged what does that mean does that mean that there was never a uh, the one before all or whatever you want to call him whatever he's supposed to be called was he never exi in existence or did they just like emerge out of hibernation how did how did all this happen like the timekeepers just emerged that that's very unclear and maybe the Loki show didn't have the authorization to go that far into detail about like how everything was ever created because that's a lot of lore just in one little two minute video I think it was explaining like how the beginning of the MCU happened because that's a ton because and it also says uh, something about 616 which is the Com the main Marvel Comics universe, Earth 616, and the MCU is uh, Marvel Universe 199999. Uh, five nines. I have to correct myself every single time that I do that, but. Or I just have to really say it really, really slow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I apologize for saying it really, really slow. Uh, so, technically, the TVA. When they say, for all time, always, that's a lie. They weren't there always. The timekeepers were there before them, and then they created the TVA. Unless they were referring to the future, they will always be there watching and making sure you're on the right path. And that's a, like, because <laughs> the TVA thing is so weird to me. Technically, in real life, we could have one, but we would never know it unless we did uh, it's just crazy i mean i know there probably isn't one but if there was we would never really ever know it <laughs> uh they may have had all of those infinity stones in the desk drawer because the mcu is trying to move away from the Infinity Saga and being known for messing with infinity stones to something way more powerful like tons of time travel and quantum usage and just throwing quantum around because it's uh, what's needed at the time. I kind of feel like that's what the MC or Marvel Loki was trying to refer to when they were like, oh yeah, we got a lot of those. Some people use them as paperweights. Well, does that mean that the that Infinity Stones just don't aren't really that powerful anymore. I mean, they obviously have to have 
some amount of power, but without the Infinity Stones, what is the most powerful thing? You would think the TVA, with how much power they have, but I would think it is one of the TVA's main villains, or uh, I guess you could say variances, is Kang. I, th I think it'd be Kang, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past uh, the Marvel, I guess, Cinematic Universe to have Kang been a previous desk guy who took some Infinity Stones, like every Infinity Stone that was in his drawer, and then just went into the reality, and he had his time machine thing, and he could just do whatever. He, I mean, and that could be Kang in the MCU, and he just builds his Chronopolis in the quantum realm because the TVA may not be able to get into there. Like, <laughs> the TVA may not be able to get into the quantum universe, and that's why Kang just stays in there, because we've already seen a kind of a hint at Chronopolis, but that was only a couple movies ago. Like, it's crazy to think that I think it was three movies ago when Ant-Man and the Wasp released, and that no, that doesn't sound right, though. That's crazy to think. That, I think that's true. No, it was four, because of Spider-Man uh, Far From Home. Either way, uh, we we have seen that Chronopolis, like, four movies ago, out of the 20-something that the Marvel Universe has now, we see, saw it four years ago. So it's still a pretty relevant thing, and it's something a lot of people are talking about. I just think it's really died down with the fact that we're not going to be able to see all this stuff until Quantumania. And it's possible that we may have a Kang appearance in this show. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that's off the table, especially since it, nearly every Marvel show has had something cool in it. Like Falcon and the Winter Soldier had Sam Wilson becoming Captain America and the Power Broker become like all this stuff. But I I do think on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they should have had a cooler appearance, maybe, maybe by Wolverine or something. And I really wish that they didn't have Quicksilver be Ralph Boner in <laughs> WandaVision. I really wish they didn't do that. This is just bad move, Disney. You got all the fans hyped, and then you just ruined it. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that is hilarious that they just did that. I can't believe that. Now, in the Avenger, or the TVA headquarters that could be taking place in the Null time zone of the MCU, because the Null time zone is kind of where the TVA is placed, and time doesn't really affect there in the comics, but this could be where that is, but for the MCU, and they call it something different, because the MCU does that a lot, where they take something and then rename it for the MCU from the comics, so it's not like a complete ripoff, but... They technically have the comics, so it, it could be a ripoff and nobody care. It's really weird, and it, it wouldn't be a ripoff, it would just kind of be one. Uh, they did that with the baton stick that the Minutemen use. It, in the comics, it's, it's kind of a variant, I guess you could say, on uh, the uh, comic retcon, which is kind of the explosive cannon that they use in the comics to get rid of variants and stuff. Uh, now, for the timeline resetter, or whatever it's called, the time bomb or something that 
prunes a timeline, uh, it's using purple magic. Like, at first it's orange, which I would think comes from the TVA headquarters. Like, it's there, and they make it there. But then it turns purple, which we've seen in Dormammu, which uses dark magic, and in Agatha, who also uses dark magic. So, I would say that these timeline resetters, or cutter fixers, or whatever you want to call it, is... I can't remember what they say it's called. I just can't even remember it. I watched it just a couple minutes ago, and I just can't remember it. Um, they, they might use dark magic to power these things in order to do it, and they have to tap into it, because the Ancient One tapped into the dark, dark magic in order to use eternal life, but the timekeepers and all that are outside of time, so maybe they can use it to reverse time, to do something, to fix a timeline. And I also have another question, is once a branch is pruned, how far do they have to go back in order to stop it from spinning out again, or whatever? They obviously have to prune it back to the decision that Loki or you make in order to accurately change the timeline effectively. So, <laughs> how far back do they go? And I'm sure that's dependent on the situation, but I would I would like to know. Like, do they go back to where that decision happens, or a little bit before, and have that decision happen again? I've had so many questions about, like, what are the effects of this on Endgame, because... Technically, since the TVA stepped in, Loki would technically take place in 2012, but also outside of the time zone. And they call it like an alternate time zone, but it's or an alternate timeline what we're in right now for Loki. But I don't think it it's like that at all. I would say it's more at, in a, the same timeline, just repairing stuff. It's kind of like if we got a Captain America pruning all of his mess-ups. If we got that, we would also think that it's in an alternate timeline, but really it's not. It's mainly just fixing the endgame mess-ups. Remember, endgame in the, in the Marvel Universe only happened a couple months ago, like a year, maybe. In Far From Home, I think it was like a year or two years after Endgame happened. So, those events are still fresh, no matter how old they may be to us. Like, I think it I think it came out in 2019, I would have to, I would, I think. And we're in 2021, so that's two years, which I mean, for DC fans, they're kind of used to that. But Marvel, <laughs> oh, I'm making jokes today. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, to Marvel fans, we're used to like a steady one or two movies a year. Not every three years. But, I mean, we got we got stuff along the way. We got shows, which just came out. But um, I would have to say that people, are, people say that Loki's an, an alternate timeline. Then they want a Captain America fixing it. No. This is the same timeline, just in 2012, if that makes sense. It's just a fixation 
or not a fixation, it's a repairing of what happened with Loki. See, we got, uh, like, Captain America had to go back to multiple different places to return the stones, fix all his mess-ups, but we're getting a, an entire show about how the fact that we have to fix one slip-up. One slip-up causes, I think it's a six-episode show, this go-around, I wish it would be nine, but it's, I think they said it was confirmed that we're going to get a season two of this show, so don't worry, we're probably going to get more than just six episodes, it'll just take like a year in order to get it, and I, they said, or Tom Hiddleston confirmed that Loki will not make an appearance, not even in a flashback, to in Thor Love and Thunder, and unless it was like a childhood Loki, Tom Hiddleston will not be in that movie at all, or Loki won't be in that movie at all, and he said that that book should be closed for now as we've explored nearly everything in that relationship, which I don't think is really true. I think we have multiple other things that we need to explore in that amazing relationship that has evolved over time and see what else it has to offer. Obviously, it has re has given us tons of great rewards uh, like for watching, like we've gotten to see these brothers grow up. We've developed an emotional attachment to these brothers because I remember being in the movie theater for in Infinity War and almost crying when Loki died because he had just become good. I liked that Loki. I didn't want to see him die, but then he died. And I was over it in just a little bit. But that that's fine. Because I knew that wouldn't be the end of Loki. Because he's faked his own death before. And he's such a popular character. But then again. In order for Infinity War to feel like it had an impact. They had to kill off some characters. It's quite obvious that they had to do that. But I think Marvel only killed him off. Because their, their story had kind of wrapped up. Loki was basically serving no purpose. Loki kind of was the catalyst of Thor's success in becoming worthy again and doing all of these different things in his life. Like Mobius M. Mobius said, he is made, or he is there, to promote others, basically. To give others their best selves. And that I kind of see that a lot. I mean, come on. That, that just sounds, it sounds right, especially when it's coming from a Marvel show talking about another Marvel character in the room. That is a good, valid idea. And I, I can't wait to see where this Mobius and Mobius-Loki relationship leads to, because Tom Hiddleston nailed this. Owen Wilson nailed it. He, and, oh... <clears throat> I keep messing this up. Owen Wilson didn't know anything about the Marvel Universe. In fact, he thought Aquaman was a part of it when he first joined, which shows just how much he learned and in, over the period of time he's been here since like filming began or script handouts were there. Because he said that Loki would go on these blurts about... or Tom Hiddleston would go on these blurts about stuff. And... He was even able to understand that Midgard was Earth, which I'm sure that was in the script. But, again, it's just wonderful to see these other actors who have never played in really 
Marvel stuff at all come in and nail it because I love Mobius's character. I can't wait to see more of it, and I hope he appears in more than just this show. So, those are kind of my other ideas. I know this is longer than my last episode, and I probably should have had a lot of this other stuff in that first episode, but again, I've been really exhausted, and I'm trying to spread out all this stuff so I'm not going on an insane for an insanely long time and it's an enjoyable length for y'all to understand and stuff but that that's basically all I wanted to talk about for the Loki show I've really been enjoying it I can't wait for more it's just wonderful and I can't wait it's it's been a great experience so far and we've only seen one episode I and I just, I like it. It's probably the best premiere. After me rewatching it, I would have to say it is top tier Marvel. It's in that tier one, uh, it's in that like tier one where the best of the best Marvel stuff is. And I, I can't wait to see more of these episodes. It's way better than WandaVision and way better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, even at this point. But we're still going to have to wait some time to see where it stands. But. Make sure you like, subscribe, check out rawmarvel.com. we got some great merch options and some more dropping this Thursday, so don't forget it. Use the coupon code in the description because these merch options will only be there until Thursday when more drop. And these will go away until the very end of the Loki show when they will every merch item will drop again. So... Thank you for viewing this. I'm your host, Logan, and enjoy this clip of music. Mm -hmm.